Hello, everybody. Welcome to RebelCast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you the news and events and just what's going on around O'Brien County Central High School. My name is Alex Carpenter, and today is Thursday, November 18th. And I got to tell you, we got a good episode coming up for you guys today. We've got a few things that we need to cover before we get started here. Um, So there is no hidden gems again this week. So unfortunately, Janie is going to have to take a break from the show because it is, um, if you did not know, it is basketball time. We've got She's got to focus on her girls' basketball. She's having to go to practice, and it's just getting hard for her to uh, dedicate the time to do this podcast. And I completely understand. We all understand. Um, we just hope that you can bring home uh, some wins in uh, basketball, Janie, and uh, you're welcome to come back after the season's over. I know you mentioned that you definitely did, but Janie, just be sure to listen and just know that we miss you. But taking over for Janie... We have our interim slash new Hidden Gem segment um, director, Cameron Edwards, who is going to be talking to you guys and just taking Janie's spot for now. And he was actually already on the podcast. He came on to talk about the esports team. So you guys, if you're wondering who that is, just go listen to our previous episode for the esports segment and you can hear him talk. I'm excited to see what he can do. I know that he's going to do a great job, but there's no hidden gems this week. He's going to take a break this week, get everything settled in. We're going to talk to him, and hopefully he can just be ready to roll for our next episode, which is not going to be next week. There is no episode over Thanksgiving break. We're going to take some time. We're not going to be in school on Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. We're going to spend some time with our families and just have a good break because heaven forbid we all need it. It has been a long couple of weeks, a busy couple of weeks. I know that I can speak for everybody in the school that they need some turkey and some ham and some gravy. But going on into this episode, we've got our teacher of the week segment where my friend Austin Alexander is going to sit down with a teacher that just makes OC a better place for everybody. We've got exploring OC with Laney and Avery where they're going to sit down with uh, someone from the National Honor Society and just tell us what that is because I'm going to be honest, I did not know that we had this club here at school, but it's a really interesting interview. And then we've got my segment where I'm going to be sitting down with Coach Levister, the head coach of the girls team here at O'Brien County Central High School. Um, Once again, I don't have a uh, cute cutesy uh, segment name for it but I promise you we'll get back to player spotlights of the week once the basketball season gets going Uh, we also have some very special things coming up in the future episodes but guys that's about all I have for you here we're gonna get kicking we're gonna get kicking here with our first segment we've got Laney and Avery with Exploring OC I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get it Laney and Avery take it away Hey Rebels, welcome to Exploring OC. I'm Avery Hill. And I'm Lainey Taylor, and today we are going to be interviewing Ms. Pounds for National Honor Society. Okay, so first off, what is National Honor Society? National Honor Society is a nationwide organization for high school students, which consists of um, many chapters in local high schools, and students are chosen based on their scholarship, leadership, service, and character to participate in the organization activities. 
So what does National Honor Society do for the school and community? Uh, basically what we are is a service organization and um, students participate in various service-oriented pro projects that benefit both the school and the community depending on what we're doing the project for and students can suggest projects to do but the main ones that we participate in um, are in the past they have been all geared towards St. Jude recently just because we worked closely to support Landon Matheny and the students really enjoyed working together for him and for that cause. So we've done a lot for St. Jude, but we do other things like for the local elementary schools and projects like Easter egg hunts and um, we go to the nursing home and visit and do um, just random things that would be geared toward the elderly. Um, just kind of things like that. Sounds like it's very helpful for the community. Um, so how do you feel that National Honor Society encourages students to succeed and rise above their expectations? Well, National Honor Society is based on grades, first of all. So students have to keep up that high grade point average in order to stay in the organization. You're allowed to join as a junior if your grade point average is at least a 3.0, but you have to keep that grade point average. So it encourages the academic standpoint, but rising above the expectations, it's really them participating in just different activities that they might not think to participate in on their own. We do a lot of um, letter writing to service, um, military service. Uh, members at Christmas time we do uh, we always do Valentine's to St. Jude patients during uh, February and we do other little random acts of kindness and I think that sometimes it takes the the prodding of an organization or participation in a club activity to get students to think outside of themselves and really think about others. For sure, help them just be better people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's it's really important these days and it's important to make connections. We learned last year when we were on quarantine that we could still make connections with people. We did something called a doorstep drop and the, the students put together little goodie bags for maybe their neighbors or you know other community members and they would go and sneak up and drop them on their doorstep and then take a little picture so they could get credit for it. But everybody had a great time doing that and it's just, it's so, so good to make connections with other people. It can really make somebody's day too, especially in like the hard times of quarantine. Oh, absolutely. So what is your favorite part about National Honor Society? I think that my favorite part is just really the different ways that we can make a difference. And it's all, all it's different every year and different every time. Um, last year, we, we obviously didn't know that the focus of our time last year was going to be spent so much with supporting Landon. But, but we took that up just like a lot of other community organizations. And I know one thing that we did, which was almost the last big thing that we did, was we had a, a we organized a parade for him on his birthday and had students just you know drive their cars out by the house and we had balloons and um, the one thing that he told his mom that he wanted more than anything was a chocolate fountain <laughs> so you know we, we made that happen for him for sure. and, yeah so it's just the little tiny things that can just really brighten somebody's day yeah 
Um, do you have any other comments or notes? Um, I think that, that if you have the opportunity to join National Honor Society, you really should because, it, one, it is an honor to get to meet the qualifications to get invited to join. And two, there's always that little bit of excitement at graduation because um, National Honor Society students are the ones that get to wear the white stoles over their gowns. So it sets them apart from everybody else and it's, it's, it's always nice to feel recognized. And yeah. It's just one little tiny way that you can feel recognized among your peers. Sure. Got anything else, Lane? I don't think I do. Thank you, Ms. Pounds. Um, this was really interesting. I didn't really know much about National Honor Society. So thank you for talking to us about it. Um, thank you, Alex, for having us on here. Uh, I guess we'll give it back to you. All right. Thank you, Lainey. Thank you, Avery. Thank you, Ms. Pounds, for sitting down and just telling everybody about National Honor Society. I'm going to be honest. I had no idea all of the things that you guys did to impact our community and our school. I think it's a really important club for us to have and for the community to have because it helps you just build a good culture around our county. So thank you for being the sponsor for that, Miss Pounds, and hopefully this can encourage some people to join it. Um, I know I want to join it personally. I've not gotten around to doing it, but I definitely want to be a part of that. Um, but I'm actually joined here with um, Austin Alexander, who... We want to tell you guys something really special that me and him have gotten the opportunity to be a part of that is going to be releasing very soon. Austin, do you want to tell them? It is. Uh, why are you talking about the podcast? Or the, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, we got invited on to. Uh, so it's like kind of like a podcast section. Uh, we got invited on to Discovery Park of America's podcast for uh, the Union City, like yes. specifically that one. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, Discovery Park has a podcast? Exactly. And, and we they thought do. that exact same thing, but they have a podcast and it is very successful. They've had, they have over a thousand viewers each month. That is insane. They've had some wonderful guests. Yeah, we're like rookie numbers. Yes, we, to we're them. actually the youngest people to ever be on that podcast and they are in episode 104, I believe. But yeah, we just wanted to let you guys know that you guys should be looking for the next episode of the Real Foot podcast, which comes out, um, I believe there's two a month is what I read on their website. Yeah. But I just think and it's, week after next week. I think that's what they said. Is yeah. to, well, then the week after next week, be looking for our episodes interview to drop. Um, you can find it on any podcast streaming service, but... We would appreciate it if you supported them because mm -hmm. they supported us. Yeah. So we just wanted to say thank you for letting us have that opportunity. Yeah, that that interview, man. Oh, my gosh. Now I know how people feel whenever we're going to interview them. Yeah, It was it weird. Is, it was really weird. But, oh, my gosh, they asked good questions. They they knew what they were doing. They, they even had their own editor. Mm -hmm. And so... It's just they had an they had a commercial break. Yeah, no, we need a commercial break, <laughs> man. We can get paid for this. Yeah, we could have like a club uh pay for an advertisement. This is sponsored by the Esports Club, bringing video games to <laughs> our school and uh free scholarships if yeah. you're really good at Rocket League. <laughs> but man, oh man, that was such a great opportunity. And the reason why is because of me and Alex and some of the other folks like uh Cameron um, we're on the Rotary Club, 
for or the Union City Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we actually, I think you guys might have heard it on the announcements. Uh, there's two different trips that uh, um, are offered to those who, you know, join Rotary. Yes. And it's such a, a eye-opening experience. I mean, everyone, every teacher I've talked to that's congratulated me, they're, they're so happy for me. And so, like, everyone else that's, like... Um, that's on the trip, such as, uh, if I'm not missing anyone, there's Tessa Bishop, Bryson Dunn, yeah, uh, Ruby, um, I don't know how to Mouse Dodano. She's going to kill me because she, is she gonna, taught me how she's to pronounce gonna, this. She's going to kill us for not knowing how to say her name. Ruby, if you're listening, we are so sorry. I'm sorry. We, we will make it, it starts a, with an M, though. We will make it a personal promise that we're going to learn how to say your name. And next episode, we will both say your name <laughs> on the episode. Yes. So that way you know that we can say it we right. We can. Okay. But, yeah, me um, and Austin were selected to go mm-hmm. to Europe with Rotary. And they also have a D.C. trip where... Bryson and Ruby were selected to and go. Tessa. And Tessa were selected Tessa. to go. And Cameron's going with me and Austin to Europe. And Matthew Harden. And Matthew Harden. I forgot about Matthew. So we just wanted to let you guys know that Rotary is an amazing mm-hmm. thing that is in our community and that you should definitely, yeah. when you're a junior, if you're an underclassman, oh my gosh, do you, it. You need to interview, you need to go to it because yes. it is an opportunity that you'll never get back. And it's a free, that's right, you heard me right, a free Free. trip to Washington, Mm D.C. or Europe. Mm -hmm. And there's so many pros out of it, too. Like, I don't even think they've told us, but, like, out of it, if you, you know, that journalist contest, Mm -hmm. like, you keep a journal, and basically whoever has the best journal, they they get a scholarship of $500 for, Mm -hmm. like, being a journalist, just anything like a news reporter, writing, anything like that, and um, just, you know, in general stuff, and also you get money. They actually give you money to spend in Europe, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about, like, you know, uh, bringing your own money and stuff like that. And you also get a free passport for, like, 10 years. Oh, I did not know that. You part. didn't know that? Man, I already well, have Well, at my least that, that was the case with my sister Rats. whenever she did it. But, um, yeah, you get a free passport. You get so many pros, and it looks so great on your college applications. So there's so many pros to this. But we just wanted to take a little time to just congratulate everyone who's been selected and who did it. Good job, everybody. And congratulations to the Union City and South South Fulton people that were selected as well. But we just want to take a little time. But and give some recognition. Yes, because it is definitely deserved. But I wanted to also let you guys know that um our beta club is going to beta convention Mm -hmm, this weekend mm -hmm. and we've got some big time people who are doing their projects i'm going as a speech competitor i know that uh uh laney is going for quiz bowl i believe and there's a lot of other really interesting people who are going so be sure to wish them luck on their beta convention this week hopefully we can bring home some plaques for you guys but just so you guys know beta convention is this week but that's all we got for you this um intro outro little segment i'm gonna toss it over to austin who is with me right now so yes. austin are you you can you can do the intro into your next segment oh really okay well um uh oh man i've never done an intro yeah, it's okay okay uh so um i guess now uh our next segment is uh austin segment uh, teacher of the week, and uh, I guess Austin, you can uh, take it away. Hey, Rebels uh, OC podcast. Um, I'm doing my segment, Teacher of the Week, and this week I'm with Coach Johnston. 
Heck yeah, Coach Johnson, woo! Give a big round of applause. So Coach Johnson, uh, for people who haven't had you or don't know you, um, what do you teach? I teach uh, health science classes. Um, and those range anywhere from health sciences with just, mm -hmm. just the basics all the way up to a senior level class, which is nursing education, where you can actually have your CNA license by the time you're done with high school. Really? So you can just take your class and then by the time you've taken all the courses, you can just have like kind of a good start on your medical career? Oh, pretty much so. Um, we hear all the time from old students that come back, glad we took your classes, especially if they've gone into the medical field because Mm -hmm. They've already heard most of the stuff they would have their freshman year, so it gets them a little... Uh, oh, like freshman year of college? Right. Oh, so okay. They're, they're already a, a step up from so, someone that hasn't had our classes. So you're dishing out, like, excellent students that already know stuff they're going to have oh to know my, for college. You have no idea. It's just unreal how good they are when they leave here. That's awesome. Um... <laughs> um so, what's your favorite class, or out of the the health sciences that you do. What's your uh, favorite class to teach? Um, I love them all, of course. Don't get me wrong. Of course, yeah. Uh, my CNA class is fun because we get to do a lot of lot more hands-on than we do in most of the other classes. And there's a, a end result that you can see immediately with that license. Hmm. CNA? Oh. CNA, Certified Nurse Assistant. Ah, okay, so it's kind of like to just become a nurse, basically. Uh, we could or, get into a long discussion about that. Not really, but uh, it's a good stepping stone if you want to go down the uh, nurse pathway. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so outside of just, you know, uh, teaching medical stuff at OC, or how long have you been teaching at OC, by the way? This is year number 11, I believe. 11? Also coached soccer, and I coached two years before I started teaching, so... 13 years in the system, 11 years as a teacher. Oh, okay. Um, so for how long uh, you've been here, or do you have any experiences like outside of OC and uh, like with the medical field or like any other jobs you might have had? Uh, sure, I, I've been all around the world as far as jobs go. Um, went to college to be a physician's assistant. Hmm. Never quite finished that. Ended up having a, a family instead. <laughs> um, so we it happens I did some uh, factory work I was a machinist for a while loved mm -hmm. that um, then I got laid off mm -hmm. because of the financials for that company that actually let me go back to go to nursing school mm -hmm. and I became a nurse at the same time I became an EMT uh, so I've rode around on ambulances for a while I uh, worked at Baptist Memorial Hospital for the majority of my medical career. Mm -hmm. uh, I was there about 11 years, I believe. Kind of worked there part-time when I first started here, but I, yeah. I don't do that anymore. But, mm -hmm. yep. Dang, so you, you, you've, been, you've been around, at least medical-wise, and also the, the factory job? Was that, or like the machinery yep. and the EMT? What's a EMT, sorry. I'm very uneducated about like. Uh, EMT is an emergency medical technician. So that's. Mm. Uh, I've heard of that. Usually an EMT and a paramedic will ride side by side. Oh, okay. As an ambulance crew. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, what is, at least so far, like, how, how long you've been here? For the 11 years you've been here at OC, what's your favorite experience that you've probably had in a class with a student, a teacher, or any instance that you find humorous? Mm, humor. <laughs> There's daily humor. Oh, is it just like a party every, I mean, it's, every day? I mean, it's nonstop. You have no idea. <laughs> my fifth period this year, especially my health sciences class, just nonstop excitement. Oh. I can't tell you how much I appreciate them every single day. So they're actually ambitious and, um, like, they actually enjoy, like, the subject itself? It depends on what day it is, but yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah. Other than some days you feel different than others. Correct. So do they. <laughs> um, so for, um, do you have any, like, for how you teach at least, do you have any, like, certain ways that you think is, like, a very personalized way of teaching? Or, like, something that's special about you in your teaching career? <laughs> um, so the thing about CTE teachers, um, we didn't necessarily go four years to a college to, to learn how to become a teacher. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, they they uh, encouraged us to take some, and made us take some education courses mm -hmm. to be certified before our third year of teaching. But it's really the personal experiences, mm -hmm. um, the stories that I can tell from being firsthand in the ERs. and Yeah in the hospitals and dealing with patients is, and that's what our classes are about yeah so so you try and tell them like the stuff you actually do experience firsthand because that oh, can be different sure. than a class yeah it, it's for probably sure. way different you like, know you, you get those questions especially about like math classes when am yeah. i ever going to use this stuff yeah well if you're going to go in the medical field you're going to use gonna this use stuff. it probably and here's a story of how you can do it <laughs> yeah i mean feel like stuff in medical class is like it may be like it's just like a whole different world from whenever you're teaching it and when you're actually doing it it's like a whole two different playing fields basically sure, sure. I, I would agree with that yeah I, I think that's interesting how you're like able and I think it's obviously essential for like someone as you like for teaching medical stuff it's important to have first-hand experience Agreed. So, yeah, I think that's probably a really good quality about you and your teaching style. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's um, so sweet. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, stop, Coach Johnson. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, uh, before this interview's over, do you have any uh, shout-outs you want to give out to any people, classes, periods, teachers? Well, we've already talked about fifth period. Yeah, we've given them their shout-out. certainly special. Um... <laughs> My, my CNA group in first and second are obviously pretty awesome. Shout out to Actually, you guys. All my, all my kids are great. The soccer teams, I also coach soccer. Yeah, yeah. Girls and guys. I guess they're okay. <laughs> they're, oh, they're okay? They don't, they're not as on par with your... Yeah, my teaching class. partner, Miss Danya Angel. Ah. Uh, Couldn't do it Ms. without Danya. her. Yes. <laughs> Did you know she's a nurse, by the way? She is like part-time or or like fully a nurse. She once you're a nurse, you're always a nurse. It's like a Navy SEAL. Um, it's like the pledge. You you right. you have to solemnly swear forever and ever. <laughs> well, thank you, Coach Johnson. You're very uh, welcome. Uh, thank you for being interviewed and thank you for accepting. I'm sure people will be excited to hear your 
uh, Teacher of the Week interview. I'm sure they will. And make sure to make your classes listen to them. Remind them. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, guys, that was my interview with Coach Johnson, uh, Teacher of the Week this week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Austin, and thank you, Coach Johnston. By the way, Austin, there is a T in his name, just so you guys know. Um, but um, thank you guys for doing that segment for us. It was really interesting to just hear you know, some insight about what it's like to be a medical teacher and actually being in the medical field, because I'm going to be honest, I know me personally, I know nothing about the medical side of things. I'm not a doctor or have no desire to be a doctor, but I definitely appreciate them. So shout out to doctors. But uh, thank you guys for doing that segment. I wanted to point out before we move on to a Coach Levister interview that to, this week is actually American Education Week, which is basically just a week that recognizes the importance of education for students and just... It's a, it's a, it's an appreciation week for teachers and faculty and I thought that that was fitting to put in our podcast right after Austin's segment because the whole point of Austin's segment is to highlight teachers that make a difference. And if you're a teacher listening, you you really do make a, a difference in some people's lives because even if you're not teaching them the subject, you're helping them grow as people and I just wanted to say thank you personally and everybody here at Rebelcast thanks to you for what you do in young people's lives and how you make us better people. Because I know I would not be who I would be right now if it was not for certain teachers or just school in general. But moving on after that little uh, heartthrob that I just pulled there, let's move on to our segment here. I got the pleasure to sit down with Coach Levister, the girls coach at O'Brien County Central High School. It's a great interview. I hope you guys enjoy, but let's jump right into it. Here's Coach Levister. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to my segment here on Rebelcast this week. I'm joined here with the head coach of the girls basketball team here at O'Brien County Central High School, Coach Levister. Coach, thanks for letting me sit down with you today. Um, it's an honor to get to sit, talk to you. But how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. All right, Coach. So let's start this off. Let's start with just kind of your background. You know, how long have you coached? Where have you coached? You know, why are you a coach? Honestly. All right, my background is I went to Dresden High School. Uh, I worked for my dad for 18 years in the tire business before I got into coaching. So I've been coaching now. This is my, I think, uh, 13th year. Uh, I started out at uh, Westview High School as an assistant. Uh, I was at Sharon Junior High with a head coach of the girls and the boys. Uh, I left, I was there four years. I left there and went to Greenfield and was the boys coach, head coach of high school and junior high. I uh, was there for six. And then after that, uh, this is my, going into my third year here at Obina Central. I'd say the purpose of me coaching is uh, just always been around sports, always loved it, always loved working with kids. Uh, always loved seeing kids like grow and advance in, in their skills and, and having success. So that's just something that I've always kind of wanted to do. And, and after working with my dad in that business, uh, understanding how to do a business world, and I just said it's uh, time to make a change. And it, it's been a good change. Uh, coach, so you talked about watching players grow and become like the best versions of themselves. So throughout your 13 years of coaching, who do you think the best player you've ever coached is? Uh, I'd say girls-wise, it's probably uh, was Amber Regis at Westview. Uh, I think she had 2,500 points 
uh, in her career. Uh, went on to play uh, D1, and I think transferred back locally, but uh, just somebody that just worked hard, worked hard. Uh, the other one, obviously, the two was obviously uh, Tess and Chloe at Greenfield. I mean, those mm-hmm. two, I've never seen anybody working harder than them, and they you know, both are playing at Indiana and Tennessee and having success, and you know, very lucky to be around that. Uh, guys-wise, probably was uh, probably Levi Dees and Jackson Krause at Greenfield. Uh, those, those two guys could just score the ball and were, and were fun to watch them. So I would say those were the ones that the best ones. So um, how what what makes a player good enough to go that next step? Like, what do you see in a player that identifies them as they they have the ability? Well, the first thing they gotta have is they gotta have the burning passion to get in the gym. It's got to burn in your soul that that's 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 what you love and that's what you want to do, and then obviously of course you got to have some just natural born talent, but you just got to get in the gym and work on your skills and and become that player that you know nobody's gonna beat me. I'm the best player and I put in the most time and and you just got to have that that killer instinct once you get there. So, like you said, you've coached 13 years, so I know you have a lot of memories through basketball. So. What do you think your best basketball memory that you've ever been a part of is? Oh, I'd say no doubt with Greenfield having when we won the state championship with the girls. Uh, just, just that feeling of you've been to the to the Murphy Center and you've seen other teams on the court winning and wonder what they did after you know as far as that. Then being a part of that, seeing these girls have success and know when you walk off that court that at that time you're the best you know best in the state. Uh, I'd say no doubt that being a part of that was was my best memory. So since you've been a part of a state championship team, what does it take to bring a state championship to this girls team and how, how do you how do we go about it here? You have to change the culture, you gotta change the mentality. When I took the job, I told them they had to walk different, talk different, and act different. You know, you just it's a mentality. And then they gotta understand they gotta get in the gym and put in the time. And then you gotta have role players. You gotta have people that don't care that their name gets in the paper, that gets the charge, gets the rebound, gets the loose ball. And on that team that when the Greenfield girls won, we had several players that took their roles serious and they were usually the difference makers in the game. So looking forward to just this year, how are we looking this year, Coach? Like what, how do we stack up and what are, what are your expectations for us this well, year? Well, my expectations are for us to win the district and then get in the region and, and make a run there. Uh, we have the pieces. Uh, we have everything that we need to do that. Uh, it's just going to be mental for us. If, if we think that, act like that, and have that as our goal, then we can probably obtain it. Uh, but if we kind of go into it hoping, then you know, then it's going to be hard to do. So when when you're coaching, what is your like philosophy? Because I've talked to Coach Turner and I've talked to other coaches, and they all have like a different belief and like set and how they coach the game. So like what it. What goes through your head when you coach? Non-stop pressure. I want the other team to not have a relaxed moment at any time. I want them to be at all times worried about what we're doing, where we're doing it, how we're doing it. And it's usually going to be with pressure. And if you can get teams to buy into that, where that's how they're going to play, then the other teams won't understand you know, what you're doing. So my, my philosophy is non-stop pressure the whole time of the game, all over the court, where the other team doesn't have a relaxed moment. 
So coach, before I let you go here, I want to ask you, I always ask when I interview somebody, what is a funny story that you just have from your basketball experiences? Because I know you've had a bunch, so I'm sure that there's, is there something that just sticks out and it's just funny to you that you'd like to share with everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna pick on Hooper on our team. We're playing at Crockett County. And so we're obviously wearing our blue uniforms and Hooper's dribbling down the floor and there's some guy walking down the sideline that's got a blue Dallas Cowboy jersey on. So as she's dribbling down the floor, she turns and throws it to him out of bounds walking down the sideline. So. That's our joke around the team. If we better look out if, if we're playing a team and somebody's walking down the floor with a cowboy jersey on, Hooper's liable to throw it to them up in the crowd. That's, that's so, a pretty good story. So that was, that was pretty funny that happened to her. Talking about Hooper, uh, what about the seniors that you've got here um, this year? What do you think about them? Yeah, they, all, they have different talents that they bring to the table. Uh, they, now it's my third year with me, so they understand what I expect and know what I expect out of them. And so I'm looking forward to them to, to leading this team. And they have to have a good attitude where it you know, trickles down to the younger kids and, and just lead us. And what do you think the future of basketball, of girls basketball is here at Central? Like, what do you think? Well, I mean, tr the tradition is always here. Uh, it's just got to be a commitment from the kids to get in the gym. Uh, I think that's one thing that's got to change. They've got to get where they spend those extra time in the gym working on whatever their skill is to get better. And that's and once that changes, then everything will change here. All right. Well, Coach, is there anything else you want to say before I, I let you go here? No, man. Appreciate this. Appreciate what you do for school, man. All right. Uh, I appreciate what you do as well. But, guys, thank you for listening to my segment here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, be sure to come out and support uh, your girls and boys basketball teams this year. What Do you all play on uh, – when do y'all play? We play Friday night at Halls, and then we'll play, uh, boys and girls will play Saturday morning at Gleason, and I think later that afternoon our girls travel to McKenzie Saturday. And is our first home game for the girls Tuesday as 20, well yes, against Westview? The 23rd, I believe. All right, well, be sure to come out and support. we got to make sure this gym is full to support our guys and girls. But, Coach, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, and I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, edition of uh, RebelCast interview with a coach but thank you guys thank you coach levister for taking the time out of your day to talk to me about the upcoming season and just about you as a person i know hopefully that maybe one day you can have your greatest memory be winning a state championship at obion county central high school because i know that that is on the top of my checklist for something to experience as a high school student um I'm, i wish you luck for the season this year and actually talking about the season our first home games and away games are coming up here soon. I believe we play Halls tomorrow in a Hall of Fame tournament. I believe it was supposed to be today, but they moved it to tomorrow. I'm not sure on that. And I believe we also play uh, Gleason on Saturday. But the big time game is Tuesday against Westview. Now, you may be thinking, well, that's a district game. Why are we playing it right now? But we actually moved districts. We are no longer in the same district as Westview. So we got a big out-of-district showdown with Westview. It's a home game. Make sure to bring your friends to show up and support. We're trying to fill that gym up and pack the stands. So we've got a lot of new things going. There's some cool lights in the gym now. I won't, I won't spoil the surprise. We've got some fun ideas coming up for you. And hey, maybe if you're in the special uh, demographic you can even get in free 
But hey, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. That is all we have for this week. Um, Just a reminder that there is no episode next week. It's Thanksgiving. We're going to take some time off. The next episode will be the week after on Thursday. I'm really excited for it. We got a lot of stuff planned. I know that all the crew here at Rebelcast are ready for it. We love doing this for you. And, you know, we love the support that you guys give us because we could not do it without you guys keeping us going because it's hard sometimes. I mean, it gets tough. And sometimes you're thinking, I don't want to do this. But then you get that end result and it's like, this is awesome. But thanks to Bryson as always. Big time thanks to him. I mean, we could not do this without you. I always say that, but it is true, guys. You you guys do not understand the stuff that he does for us. But I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, that's all I really have for you. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and a good rest of your week. Um, my name is Alex Carpenter, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Woo!